Hello, and welcome to the Waxing Lyrically podcast. I'm Elisa Hinton. And I'm Drax Holt. Hey, Drax, how you doing? I'm great. Elisa, <laughs> it's so good to see you. It's good to see you, too. You're busy these days. A little bit, yeah. You know. Got a show wouldn't, coming up. wouldn't call it lucrative, but I'm definitely keeping busy. <laughs> well... We're excited to be here today to talk to y'all and uh, talk about the the mousetrap number one. We're also going to kind of do some recaps of the major General Buster Humfeld Awards night. You looked really nice that night, by the way. Thank you, Drex. So did you. We Thank we were you. we all showed up and showed out, didn't we? It was great, and uh, I did want to. We just listened to the audio. And I uh, heard myself come in. So I, I, I want to go ahead and let everybody know this is a big night for us. And, uh, you know, it's a night when we really feel like we can cut loose. So, for sure. you know, if I sound like I'm having a good time, it's because I was. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to do a quick recap and then play some audio of the night and the interviews. And then we are going to interview a couple of folks oh yeah yeah i'm looking forward to this one of them a newcomer award winner yes yes we are going to be talking to brandon nichols who won the newcomer of the year award at the uh major general buster humfeld uh awards we're also going to be interviewing aaron diaz he's he's a castmate of yours he is he's doing great mr pervicini in the mousetrap and uh can Man. you can you say it like he like Padavicini? <laughs> yeah, there's an N in there that I haven't mastered. Padavicini, maybe. Yeah, you, you keep keep workshopping that. Pada, I'm sure that we could go on and people would people would really listen. Well, let's go ahead and uh, oh, before we jump into any waxing, just remember. Uh, the Mouse Trap. We've had our opening night and weekend, which was wonderful. So uh, next is February eighteenth. That's our. That's a Friday. No, that's Sunday. Uh, it's now through February eighteenth. Now through February eighteenth. Mm-hmm. So sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth. Uh, remember again, it's uh, seven thirty Friday night. Then we have two shows on Saturday at two thirty and seven thirty. Then we have another one on Sunday at 2.30. You can get those tickets online, <clears throat> brownwoodlyrictheater.com, or uh, get them at the box office. And remember, it's Theatre. What? Theatre. Oh, yeah, Theatre. <laughs> I, 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 I was going to lay that. off of that from the last time. Yeah. <laughs> so Theatre online on our it. website is spelled T-R-E at the end. It's going to be $10 for students and $15 for adults. I mean, that's a bargain. When you see the stage, see the oh, set, and yeah. see all the, the the work everybody's put into it. And you know, the second weekends are really great because uh, we had such a good first weekend that, uh, you know, there'll be a little bit of buzz and people talk, hey, I went to see this awesome show. If you have time this weekend, you could really get into it. Plus, you know, we had the Super Bowl on Sunday. So, you know. We'll see a lot more people this weekend, I believe. Well, I also think that people are going to want to see this again. 
I, you I think, think they're going to go yeah, back and rewatch it? I think it? they might want to go back and rewatch it. I really do, just because of, you know, it, it is a mystery and a, and a whodunit. So I think it would be fun to go back in after you know the ending and then kind of watch and and see little things that you picked up that on. That really didn't. brought me back some nostalgia, thinking about when, uh, when I'd just spend a, a day watching different movies at the movie theater, but there wasn't anything else to do then. So I don't know. Do people still do that? Do they even do it with movies? I mean, I, I don't have. Wa- I don't I love rewatching. Rain I have on my your faves. parade, but <laughs> I'd like to see the people that come in here and watch the play twice for sure. For sure. Really. Well, uh, we also want to mention that all shook up. Yes. Yes. Is uh, having those auditions. auditions are. Uh, I mean, uh, they're they're February twelfth, to Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they're at 6 30 PM. They're going to be here at the theater. Yes. Uh, for those of you who have never auditioned before, you can always come on out and get up on stage, or you can just sit and watch and kind of feel it out and see how it goes. We're always looking for new folks to join our lyric family. This is a good show for people who, uh, maybe have limited experience, but have always wanted to get on a stage. Because there's, there's a lot of things to do in the background. So, you know, that way you can kind of dip your toe in there a little bit at a time. We hope to see you there. All right, Drex, let's get waxing. Let's do it. Miss Nancy Jo Humfeld and CJ, hello. You're looking wonderful, very sparkly. Very gorgeous tonight, Alisa, as always. Well, thank you. So what are you looking forward to the most this evening? I want to see who gets the big Buster. Yes, the major Buster Award at the end. General. General Buster. Well, we'll get it eventually, but we know what you're talking about. You want to see who wins the biggie. It's like the movie of the year at the Academy Awards. That's all I have to say. Well, I hope your vote wins. (laughs) Thank you for all your help with costuming and behind the stage. We really, really appreciate you. You're welcome. It's a pleasure, and I've made so many friends through the Lyric Theater after moving here from California and not knowing anybody. It was just such a wonderful treat to meet all these great people and have so many new friends in my life. I love it. Agreed. Thanks, CJ. All right. Hello, ladies. I am here with Dominique Glasky and her amazing mother. Tell me your mother's name again. Her name is Emma. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> you know, this is fun. Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Yes. <laughs> what are you looking forward to the most out of the evening? Well, I'm just glad I was able to bring my mom this time so she can see all the fabulousness of uh, a lyric awards night. So... Yeah, and when she told me it was going to be on red carpet, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm nervous right now. No, <laughs> you know, it's not often that we get a red carpet rolled out for us, so we got to take advantage of that, right? right exactly, right. and we even kind of color coordinated, so we all have a little bit of black and gold. So you know, it works. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I hope you ladies have a great time. You're looking fabulous as always, and thanks for coming. Thank you. Love you, <laughs> Drex. Yeah. Well, hello. Well, hi there. Hi there. It's it's what a surprise to see you, Elisa. It's my partner in crime with podcasting. Yes, yes. I was wondering if we had to show up early, and then I felt like I was um, skipping school when I saw you here with a microphone. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm interviewing lots of folks. We've got our sponsors. We've got our actors. We've got Billy Harvey. She, is that the Billy Harvey? It absolutely is. Billy, welcome. Hello. How are you? You look beautiful. Thank you, and thank so do you. Oh, <laughs> never mind. She wasn't talking to me. Sorry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what are you looking forward to the most this evening, Billy? Um, the um, all the just the videos of all the shows. They're always so much fun. Doug does an incredible job of putting them together. Absolutely. That I is- love you, Doug. We do. We love you, Doug. And I was talking about Doug Turner, but I love I love Doug House as well. <laughs> all the Dugs. All the Dugs. Your husband's up for an award, correct? He is. He is. He's up for uh, Best Actor for Adam's Family. Such such a great, great show and such a great performance. He was Fester, right? Uncle Fester. Yes, he was Fester. He embraced that role early. I'm going to be really honest, and it's going to sound like a joke, but like I was moved to tears by his, um, what was it, the moon? Yeah. Yes. Man, it was so good, man. Yeah. Speaking of which, here's the man who moved us to tears. Jonathan Harvey, hello. Where, where, where? Also known as Uncle Fester. We were just talking about how Drex shed a little tear when you sang your moon song. Oh, I love the moon. It's my favorite. We've asked your wife this. I'm going to ask you, what are you looking forward to the most from this evening? Uh, We filmed a little fun clip during the Adams Family that I was told was going to make its way into the yearly video. So, well, hoping it made its way in. Wonderful. I think it probably did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. if we know Doug. Smashing pumpkins, you'll love the clip. I love, love smashing pumpkins. I love Are smashing you just a pumpkins rat during Halloween. Oh, yeah. that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, all the, right. I know all the kids that are, like, you know, younger than us, which is... Our kids. Uh, yeah, our kids <laughs> are going to be like, I don't know who that is. Well, they're missing out. Well... Good luck. Best of luck, Jonathan. And enjoy yourselves. I'm having a blast. It'll be good. And Kayla Furry's back. I have a talent I just figured out. What talent is that? It's how to balance that food, good food, on a tiny fork. You know, that is a talent because we're we're here, we're dressed up. We don't want to act like we're, you know, old Texans just throwing the food back. And so I feel like you've really mastered something important here. I have. We come here hungry. Well, I'm glad you're here, Kayla. (laughs) Thank God for those little forks. That's right. Elsie, well, it's 20 seconds, and are you enjoying yourself, Elsie? I am. I am. It is like the best. It's a good party, right? Did you walk the red carpet? I walked the red carpet, you know, because my nickname is Hollywood. (laughs) Hey, I didn't know that. Now everyone does. That calls me Hollywood. Well, I'm so glad you're here, Hollywood, and I hope you enjoy yourself at tonight's awards. Yes, ma'am. What a night. (laughs) What do you think, Elisa? Did you have fun? (laughs) I, I had fun. I had a lot of fun. The people that, I mean, that was just a snippet of the folks that were there and who I could kind of uh, just corral corral over with my microphone. I think people might have been afraid that it was on video, but, you know, some some people, they just hug that mic and love it. And some people just, they don't want any part of that. Well, the the food line was kind of long, too. So it's one of those things where you have to stand there real quick because it looked great. Thank you again. 
Priscilla. Yes, Brownwood Lyric. Thank you so much and, for and help, sponsoring of course, Michael that Evans, night. Priscilla Munson, yeah, uh, etc. Eric, every everyone who put the time mm-hmm. in to uh, make such a wonderful evening happen. It, it was it was truly magical. It really was. Barbie Chapman from Ten Mile for taking care of the beer and wine. Absolutely. So. That night, we did have a few uh, winners. I know that in our last podcast, before we interviewed Darlene, we had talked about all the nominees. So if you want to know who was nominated, go back and re-listen to that. And you can also uh, look up on our social media, and you're going to see pictures of the winners with their uh, with their red medallion with their mm-hmm. medallions on. Anyway. Um, but what we want to do, we wanted to really hit on uh, kind of the top three awards. First major general Buster Humfield award went to Tommy. Yeah, right. Tommy Bailey. Nice work, Tommy Bailey. She does so much for us. I know I personally, um, I text her with random questions when she probably has better things to do, and I really appreciate it. I mean, she is she's more than than the triple threat of of acting, singing, and dancing. She also does costuming and choreography. And, and she's so youthful looking and mm-hmm. so pretty, but yet, you know, she kind of feels like the mom. Oh, yeah. She definitely know? comes across as a person that you can look to and she's going to, you can trust her. She's going to give you an honest answer and feedback and honest, then help you. But yet she's also going to gonna be just as sweet as she always is. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's... Not going to hurt when it comes at you, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Because some of those mm-hmm. wardrobe things, especially, you know, you've got th- that can be tricky. But she's finessed it so much that she actually won an award. And that really is that's uh, it, it's voted on by the lyric players. And so we, we all just have a lot of respect for her. Yes. Another award was the Betty Award. And that was given out to Norma Bessant. Norma Bessant. Yes, she was. um She's been Long 20 time. years, 20 years, 20 years of service. The originals, mm-hmm. the OGs. Yeah. And she is, she's leaving. Yeah, she's getting ready to retire is what I hear. Thank you so much for all of your service to the Brownwood Lyric Theater. Absolutely. And then we have the Newcomer Award, which is going to... Uh, that was Brandon Nichols. Sure was. And the fun thing about Brandon Nichols is we're going to interview him. Yep. We and are. we're also going to interview Aaron Diaz, who is in Mr. the Patabacini. Mousetrap. There you go. In yeah. the Mousetrap. Let's hop into those interviews. Let's do it, Elisa. Well, welcome, Brandon. We are here with our newcomer award winner. Thank you for taking the time to sit down with us and do a quick interview. We're going to start out with just a few simple questions. No test at the end either. Oh, wonderful. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So um, newcomer would obviously, well, I guess not obviously, but that would mean you've been here for a little bit less than a year. But of course, we know that your experience goes back way farther. Um, so like, I guess uh, the way I know it is you moved to Brownwood. Well, the way I know it honestly is we met at foreigner auditions. And, uh, so I guess previous to that, you were in, uh, Dr. Humfeld's choir and she kind of said, Hey, can you come in and audition? 
Uh, just a little bit the other way. Actually, I auditioned for Foreigner, and that's how she found out about me. And then, um, let's see, auditions were maybe last February. Because um, I think w I got to read for her Easter service coming up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. all three of us. That's correct. We did yeah. all meet at that mm -hmm. <laughs> venue. Well, I knew Drex from the mm -hmm. rehearsals, but just barely. How did you find out about the lyric to even audition for the Foreigner? Uh, my parents. <laughs> okay, can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, how? What? Sure. Um, well, I actually moved here from East Texas, uh, Crockett, Texas, little little town. Um, I moved to to be a little closer to my parents. Um, they've lived here maybe around a decade, and actually mm -hmm. moved here to be closer to other family that was here. And mm -hmm. um, you know, I hadn't been around them in you know probably eighteen years, so mm -hmm. it was about time. So I moved here. They they kept telling me, you know, you could do this, you could do that. If if you don't do something in music, which they was were enticing my you to move to Brownwood, they, were oh, they got trying. this really nice theater. <laughs> oh yeah, I, and I tried to get them to move to Crockett. That didn't work. So <laughs> when I lost the battle and we started uh, thinking about moving this way, um, they told me about the theater. They told me, you know, Abilene has a choir and this and that, and you know, just to get me involved. Um, they know I like to be involved in the community somehow, in some way. Um, so they let me know that. Um, I found the, the lyrics Facebook page and, and the rest saw history. the auditions. You yep. did such a great uh, job with Ellard, I just wanted to say, because, uh, I, you know, he's, he's not a smart guy. And I think if you're, if you're not careful, like, you can end up maybe sliding way past Forrest Gump territory. Sure, in being offensive almost. And, and, you know, what he needed to be, I remember uh, Dr. Humphreld saying, we need somebody that's just sweet. And that's what you are. You Allard know, was sweet so and you sweet. You did a great job. When I was reading the the bio for the character, he he really is a little. He's he's one of the good guys. Um, <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, and his strength really shows through that. It was a lot of fun to do that. Um, probably the hardest thing was trying to find that balance. Uh, oh, you know, finding that rhythm that was that was believable, that was real. Um, so you could see that person underneath that one-on-one -on -one scene with you and Joe like <laughs> oh man I mean that took some work for sure the oh one with fork and forward <laughs> <laughs> uh, with our, our, our combined uh, communication <laughs> issues it was it was a lot of fun to to do it was mm -hmm. a lot of fun to perform um, but Joe is magnificent I mean uh, yeah, he was, was great on it so it, it really Joe helped Dennis, that everybody he knew what he was doing <laughs> but that was such a fun scene so after The Foreigner, you were just like, sign me up. When's the next one? You know, I want to I wanna be the lead in a Christmas musical, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I started looking at more of the lineup, uh, what was going on for the year, and, and tried to see, you know, the next thing that I saw that interests me. Well, first of all, after the show, I was like, okay, I've got to take a little break and yep. recoup. Uh, Can't do two in a row. Yeah. Figure out my I've life done it before. A it bit. is hard to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've seen some people doing that, and, and you know, they're you strong. you another year off after that. There's no depending on what your job's like, I guess. So I saw the Adams Family musical. I'd never actually heard of that before, um, even though it was a pretty famous musical on Broadway. And, um the oh, music yeah. was, Adams great. was in between. Yeah. Oh, that was such a fun experience. Uh, really such good. a fun experience. The music was great. The people were great. Got to meet a lot of different people. Um, and then took a little bit more of a break. And then I saw the, the, the Christmas show come up and I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Um, who doesn't love Christmas music? And you were Yubi? 
I was Yubi, yes, Yubi. the happy elf. So were you like Super a, happy elf. basically a stand-in for Harry Connick Jr.? Because I know he wrote uh, the, the show. I, I was wondering if, was it like something where he wrote himself as the lead character? Or? You know, I, there was an, uh, an animated, maybe a claymation movie that was mm-hmm. made uh, not too long ago. Well, maybe it has been a little while. Uh, I tried to watch it to by the same name. I tried to watch it to get a little research done and see where the, the musical originated. Um, quite a bit different. Um, mm-hmm. Not nearly as many musical numbers. Uh, the music is actually in a lower key in the movie. So I'm like, come on, Harry, why did you make it so high in the musical? Because <laughs> you're going live. On? That's why. I mean, who doesn't uh, want something that's really challenging when you're live? Oh, <laughs> right? yeah. Um, but uh, Harry kind of uh, uh, took on the persona of the narrator a little bit. I think he made Yubi a little bit after his, maybe his childhood uh, mm-hmm. bit. Definitely the musical just the music has a taste of Harry. Just that jazz, that just American music, and it's mm-hmm. the music is superb. Great. Very difficult to learn. And you're uh, but superb. What's your you you know a little bit about music, right? <laughs> I've <laughs> yeah I've heard a little. You, you yeah. have a bachelor or master? Well, I, have, yeah. I have a bachelor's in music education. Um, I went to East Texas to Stephen F. Austin State University. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, go lumberjacks. So go lumberjacks. Yeah, nice. That's right. Axum yeah. jacks. Axum <laughs> jacks. That's right. That's for my buddy Patrick Ronahan, who's also an alumni. Hopefully he's listening. Oh, that wonderful school. Um, so what do you play? What instrument? I'm or a vocalist. You're a vocalist. I'm a okay. vocalist. I went originally for voice and um, I went to grad school for conducting mm-hmm. so uh, choral conducting Fun. so um, what are you thinking about like you said that you were um, looking at the next shows um, what, do, what do you think uh, after well I guess the next one's all shook up are you about to be Elvis the the next one <laughs> <laughs> the next one is all shook up um, I was actually asked to be the music director for this show I know battle yes. time <laughs> I am super excited about that Dude, um, I would be too are you an I Elvis fan or are you just a fan of conducting no matter what it is you know um, I, I do like directing music mm-hmm. I like I love conducting I love waving my arms and <laughs> pretending I'm doing something um, but uh, you know I I didn't grow up an Elvis fan I I hate to say that but <laughs> I'm kind of thinking that this was made to happen you know I, an appreciation for Elvis music is coming and for can, me well, and I think it's coming come with this musical from a different perspective too which might you know actually add a little bit more to it honestly anything uh, well I guess what's after that is it the play that goes wrong there's the kids. So you're going to play a part in that or just the musical director? I think I'm just going to be the musical director, oh, okay, um, cool, cool. which might just be enough uh, for my first try. <laughs> so what do you think, um, like even after that, you're just going to stick with the lyric and then? I, I think yeah. I will try, you know, um, um, as long as I'm available. Gotcha. And it, it's something yeah. that I think I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, you know, taking into consideration, you you know, the break between shows, if mm-hmm. I'm if I'm planning out the year and seeing which ones I want to audition for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't probably need to do the show right before that, just in case. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and there's always the possibility that you don't make it. Oh, right. You know, yeah. Right. We, you know, we have from what I've learned, the, the little the short time that I've been here, you have people that have been in plays numerous times and then don't make the next one. Mm hmm. Just keep trying. Keep mm-hmm. keep going. That's probably why I started to try to get like other acting jobs is just because I'd have something to do after I didn't get a part or something. You know, it's just I uh, I just always had to have something going on. And I can remember being really afraid of not getting the part. And then, you know, once you planned on it and everything. So, um, 
Well, there's a there's so much talent here mm-hmm. as well. So you know, you really just can't take for granted that they're gonna pick the the regulars because there's always somebody new coming in i mean from east texas how would you ever find out about brownwood you know so that's (laughs) um it's just neat to have people coming in and what what would you say to someone who's looking to become involved at the lyric or in their local community theater what would your advice be um, well, luckily for Brownwood, uh, you have a very uh, a prolific social media um, department. This, absolutely, that was um, one of the things that I, I've seen grow in other community theaters. This isn't the first one I've been in, and but this is the first with the strongest social media presence and strongest strongest that I've seen so far that I've been in. In um, related nice. news, hit subscribe. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> if you don't want to miss an update or an audition, because sometimes it's just a couple weeks before the auditions when they're posted, right. it's mm-hmm. so easy to miss. So follow, follow, especially follow, if you want to prepare, because then you can know the shows that are coming up, and you can get a copy of that show. You can absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Brandon, for coming in and taking a few minutes with us to talk about what your plans are for this next year. We can't wait to see what you do. And congratulations on Newcomer of the Year. Absolutely. We're so well happy deserved. To have you. Thank you both for having me. And I, I really am happy to be with my new Lyric family. I, I truly enjoy it. Welcome, Aaron Diaz. Thank you very much. I appreciate y'all. Absolutely. So um, you were a big hit last year. I just want to start out by saying that. And I know that we're. this is kind of leading into our first question, which is what prior performance experience do you have? But I just have to say, number one, that we're fans. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Not even so much uh, uh, the last show, uh, murder or or, um, stuff like that, but previous to that. Because I noticed something about you. You remind me of my uh, Aunt Nanda. Rest in peace. Uh, We used to always say she could get on the trans-siberian railroad and not only know somebody she had already met before you know uh but also make a few friends as she went and you seem like that type of guy so there must have been i don't know i mean choir counts as performance or even you said you did some local politics so yeah back well i mean it goes back to and i see your staples book right there so uh, management i was in management for years so that's what um I got my degree in and moved to Brownwood in 2006. So got really involved with the community uh, through Staples that um, <coughs> rest in peace is no longer here. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, so just being able to be out in front of people and uh, once gave a speech in front of 450 people. So oh, wow. been able to get out in the public um, and did a lot. And then just watching my daughters grow up. Um, yeah, so what was that, the chicken or the egg? You, uh, know? you know, I've been asked that a lot. Where did your daughters like, get your you talent? into it? No, this is all them. So friends of the family, we'd go have dinner at their place. While we're eating, the adults are talking. My daughters, at that time, six, seven years old, even younger, I guess. But they would go write a play for the after-dinner entertainment. Wow. And whoever's friends we were at, and they would come out, and they would perform this play in front of the – 
in front of the wow. adults that were there. And we did it a lot. And then I even built them a stage out of a pallet and I floored it and they just took off with it. And then we got them into music, piano and voice. And, you know, um, just they got led in the right direction by a lot of people. And we ran into a lot of people that loved my girls and um, were able to, man, they just took off and run with it. And so I'm that proud dad. So you get involved. Yeah, and I'm that theater dad. They call me the theater dad. I really, you know, my girls go to early, and everybody knows uh, Mrs. Tidwell, Katie Tidwell, who's amazing. Of course, you know, her mom is directing our show right now. But just, it was so awesome to see them grow up and take it on. And uh, y'all know Allison, you know, she's my oldest, uh, who's at Howard Payne, actually doing theater education. And they just, man, they just embraced it. And really ran with it. And then y'all seen them in several shows. So the question was, where do they get their talent? Well, I always say God gave them their talent. But then that kind of pushed me to go, hey, I'm going to go try out. But going back to my previous experience, I worked at UPS with Ryan Bailey. So we were friends back then. And we kind of talked. And um, he and Drew and doing all their crazy stuff, whatever they were, and leading ladies. You know, <laughs> I just lost it with leading ladies with them. Well, Ryan and I would talk. And it was like... One of these days, we're going to do a show together. And he's so like, Ryan that would be great. So just seeing Ryan and being up here and being a part of that and watching my girls do all the one-act stuff and all that, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to... You, you raised know. your hand. I'm like, I'm going to go try it. Mm-hmm. And and not only that, but like you like you really threw, it, threw into it. I did. I, I So going back to Murder. So Murder was my first performance here at the Lyric last year. So I went online to Concordia and I downloaded the entire script. I bought it and I had it on my phone and I looked through all what I might could do. And so I read a few things. Of course, the talent here is just crazy. I mean, it really is. It's like, you know, in basketball, you have the starting five that are pretty good here at the Lyric. You got the starting 55, you know, when you come in. (laughs) So what I looked at it with Ryan, I talked to him a little bit about it, and I said, I'm going to go try out just to, just, just to read. And my daughter's mm-hmm. like, Dad, just go read. Well, fortunately, Howard Payne was having one of their 24-hour theaters or something. So I went up there, and I read with some of the, the students up there just to get on stage and kind of get past that, you know, initial, um, jitters. initial jitters in the heart, you know, in your throat. Mm-hmm. And then I came up here, and I read. I, I thought I did a, a decent job the first night, but I was so nervous. Well, Darlene said, anybody else that wants to come back and read, come back that following oh, yeah, week. Always take that and I her. took that, and I, and I worked so hard, and I came back, and I really delivered. Well, obviously, with murder, you know, there is some deep talent there. But Darlene and Kasha got together, and they said, hey, look because there were some roles that were dual Mm -hmm. and they were like look i think we have a spot so i had eight lines in murder as the waiter in the restaurant they were were good lines too you you had a very comedic character yeah i did it kind of kind of broke the ice he was comedic no i don't think he did but the way he was kind of playing dumb and he's standing right by hercule perot and he's like "Uh, you know i know him he's from france but anyway um and then just being a part of that show so um not that my daughters got their talent from me but they sure did have inspired me from all the things that they've done so here and now I am. you get to inspire them i know i'm so excited about this show too you know i did the foreigner with you mm-hmm. uh, we i went into that I, again i read hard for that but it was great to be a part of that so back-to-back shows and then jumped right into high school musical where they uh chris henry um, were assistant, stage assistant stage manager with my daughters which was just a joy to be able to be a part of that so i always watch that great. sorry to interrupt but no. um you know i kind of you know, not everybody can grow up in a theater family, um, it, but I mean, it's not even jealousy at this point when I watch the, you know, uh, people 
just admiration. like, you know, I think it was Mamma Mia. It was uh, Stephen Haynes and his mm-hmm. daughter. You know, just almost feel like I'm kind of, um, you know, barging in on these really beautiful moments. They're just, <laughs> you know, I don't know how long it had been since, you know, when I did our Windows Home, like hearing like kids run around and laugh and, and everything. And that's mm-hmm. so cool that you provide that. Yeah, it's them. a special bond too and and being able to support what they do and you know they're both really busy right now abby with one act at early and allison uh getting ready for her spring show and doing all of her education stuff for theater so so they have a lot of plans and goals for the future what about you oh my gosh um just trying to survive this crazy world <laughs> how about and being thrive? A dad. you're thriving yeah i, I would yeah. say you're thriving. doing more than well surviving. you know just um you know with with being a part of this show and getting through, I, I really just want to continue to build on kind of what I've learned to this point. Soak it all in. I'm very coachable. Um, and the, 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 the current uh, leaders that we have for the mousetrap have just been great for me to be able to jump in, tell me what they see, help me build on what kind of I bring. And, um, but just to learn. I mean, there's a lot of things that I still don't know being on stage you know you go from the eight, lingo alone yeah the lingo yeah. alone and then just being able to present yourself you know for example one of the things is i like to walk a lot i'm and i'm so used to doing my lines while i'm walking and so you know they were like chill stop for a second you know it's funny is because that that's not easy to a lot of people you know yeah but like moving it's almost i mean it it, it can be considered scary i guess i feel like i'm at the point to where i'm just realizing how little i know you know, and that, that's taken me five years now. Well, I think it's great that, you know, for so for my goals, it's just to continue to absorb it in, continue to be a part of the Lyric, whether it's volunteering or helping out wherever I can, and just uh, supporting this great, I mean, where can you go, really, in a small town like Brownwood, which we're not that small, but we're small, mm-hmm. and to be able to come into this place and just go, wow, every time almost every show we have you just get blown away and it's just great to see the talent i mean i know y'all interviewed um brandon and you've had darlene on here and you just look at all the people that come through these doors um on a almost a daily basis getting ready for shows and what they're able to to produce there's but, so many different people but yet i it, it's the only place i can like really feel vulnerable you know oh like sure every single person walks in here and you just kind of I don't know. You feel comfortable. Yeah. Well, we're all here for the same reason. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. That's right. right. So tell us, what would you say to someone who's looking to become involved in the lyric? First thing I would say is definitely come watch shows. Maybe watch it more than once. Be able to see it Mm -hmm. and volunteer. That's one thing that I've liked to do. If I'm not in a show or if I'm not involved too much, just volunteer, help out out front, greet the people that come in. You get to meet a lot of people. You get to see a lot of people and build that network um, and then just be able to, you know, if, if you can and feel comfortable, don't hesitate to go jump into an audition. You know, that's one thing I learned about auditioning yeah. is because I didn't do it in high school. Um, I didn't do one act or anything. Well, in high guys school. our age were kind of. Um I mean, we weren't really encouraged to, to get into theater. Not really. No, yeah. no, no, no. We really weren't. And, I mean, I saw it, and I was a part of it, and of just in and out encouraging my friends. But at the same time, I, really, I was too busy doing sports. But being older now and seeing it, I would tell people, go watch shows for sure, you know. 
uh, get involved that way and then volunteer and then, you know, just take that leap. They're not going to hurt you. You're not going to get hurt. It's not like going to the doctor and getting a shot or anything. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So, and then they're very encouraging when you audition. That's what I learned is get up here and do it. And it's really built my confidence. Uh, it's it's actually yeah, redefined same. my confidence. I thought I was Refined, pretty confident. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, and to where it's been able to solidify kind of who I am, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. being yeah. the age that I am, am and knowing that, hey, you know what? This is all right to be a part of. Something new. It's something new. And it's something that I feel really uh, murder last year. We were such a family and we really had to dig in with, you know, the weather and delays and, and illness, which we're dealing with some illness now, too, with with this one. But at the same time, we're like we're a family and to be able to put a show on. And I can't believe it's show week. I mean, well, I'm just like, whoa, it's already crazy. here. Well, so. I can tell you that we are all very much looking forward to this mousetrap family yeah. and oh. to seeing Mr. Aaron Diaz's performance. And before I mention your character and in our for our outro, could you please just say your character's name in your best accent and maybe just one little uh, <laughs> goodbye to the audience to yes. wrap us up? Uh, my name, by the way, is Padovicini. So I get to say that part when I introduce myself. But I have a pretty good little monologue and spill when I come in there. So, but well, anyway. we're looking forward can't to wait seeing to do it. Pot of Pot of <laughs> I am not so old as I look. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. I appreciate it. It's been a long weekend of shows, and uh, we've got some uh, audio from those nights uh, to find out uh, audience reactions um, at intermission and after the show. And uh, Elisa is going to be your fearless leader in that in that portion. Personally, right now, I'm pretty tired. I got to get ready for next week. I'm going to go and leave you in Elisa's hands. for the Waxing Lyrically podcast. And I found my two favorite people, Mary and Mitzi Lehrer. And I just want to ask you, have you guys seen Mousetrap before ever? Yes, I saw it in London 20 years ago. You saw it in London 20 years ago? Okay. So tell me, without giving anything away, how does the lyrics production compare? I think it's as good or better. Have you seen the show before? I have not. Who do you think the murderer is? I don't know. No idea. So who, tell me, who do you think the killer is? Uh, I don't know. I do not know. Sophie Hinton, it's good to see you here. Have you seen the show before? I have not. Who do you think is the killer? Major Metcalf. I'm going with Major Metcalf. Who do I think the murderer is? Um, I think it's Christopher. I think the odd young man is the killer. I think it's the guy with the messy hair. <laughs> Mr. Wren. The husband. I kind of think it's the husband. So have you ever seen Mousetrap before? No, ma'am. Well then, tell me, who do you think the killer is? Um, I think it's the young girl, because she's looking suspicious. Maybe the wife? I actually think it's the detective. Yeah, I think it's the police officer. Who do you think the killer is? Uh, Mr. whatever his name is, the guy who came out of from nowhere. I don't even know how to... Potabincini. Whatever. <laughs> we have some family members here. Please introduce yourself. 
My name is Allison Diaz, and Aaron Diaz, Mr. Parvacini, is my father. So, have you seen the show, Allison? No, I haven't, but I've heard all the lines in the house. I'm going with the obvious. Is it Italian? Parvacini. Too obvious. Ooh, tell me why. His body language and how he was acting was, like, super suspicious. Why'd he go out the window? Yeah, he's too normal. Mm, she's a little too emotional about it all. He's kind of cuckoo. Seems the least likely. Ooh, I like that judgment. Least likely. Thank you. The set really is amazing. It looks like a home. Oh, yes. It really just gives a perfect home look to it. I, I love it. Just watching and listening to them. They're doing a good job. They're all doing very good at being super suspicious. Oh, they all have their own, like, personality. It's really good. I love it. I love it. I love it. I took my son to see this in London when he was 14 years old. So how does this compare? I think it's much better. I think it's much livelier. It's more fun. The actors are more animated. So I would say, see it here and not London. And now, a word from our sponsors. I've got a lot of friends in town, but Citizens National Bank is probably one of the friendliest here to the Lyric. I'm telling you, Lisa, they're good friends. They're good, good friends. Because you know how I know I'm an expert on what a good friend is? How do you know Because you're a good friend, Lisa, and you're sitting here right in front of me. <laughs> you're about to steal my heart, Drex. Well, hey, hey, and you know, in a place, Brownwood really feels like home. That, that's like the old slogan says, and I feel like I'm at home with my friend Elisa and my friends at Citizens National Bank right now. Thank you, Citizens, for all your sponsoring of the Lyric Theater. Thanks, friends. Just love those interviews. Uh, thank you all for listening. want to encourage you to get your tickets for the Mousetrap online or at the ticket box office. And again, we've got a full weekend coming up, so you have not run out of chances. Uh, get those tickets. You're, you're really going to enjoy this show. And we'd also like you to follow us on Facebook, our social medias, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and, of course, hit subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast listening forum. Now remember, All Shook Up auditions are tomorrow, February 12th at 6.30 here at The Lyric. Thank you for waxing lyrically with us today.